Greetings, true believers. It's time for another marvelous episode of Dream Slayer Studios RPG podcast, Actual Plays. I'm your old pal, Chris Tyner, your host and friendly neighborhood game master, and we are currently playing the classic Marvel superheroes role-playing game by TSR. In this episode, Irishan comes full circle, returning to the Tevatron at Fermi Lab near Chicago, where they first faced off with the Cenobites and began their search for their fallen comrade, Dreamslayer. The Tevatron has come under attack by Baron Mordo and his minions, and the strange academy of Chicago has been struck down protecting the Krakoan Gate that lies in the center of the land above the Tevatron. The final piece of the puzzle is revealed in their search for Dreamslayer as Poet comes into possession of the Staff of Watum. Shopping for dice is not always an easy task, no matter what some folks may think. Dice have to have a union of style, balance, and price. I mean, no one wants to buy a set that they don't absolutely love, am I right? AwesomeDice.com is one of the best sites to purchase all types of dice for all of your gaming needs. They have a wide array of dice to choose from, from companies like Chessex and Q Workshop, for everyone that wants the standard dice sets and the styles you love and the balance you crave at a price you'll love. Awesome Dice also keeps up on the latest trends and designs in the tabletop RPG world. If you want something new and polished that you know you'll love, check out Awesome Dice frequently and really wow your table with your new set of dice. As I mentioned last episode, the Dreamslayer Studios RPG podcast crew will be tackling a Steampunk Savage Worlds game next, and I wanted to get a set of dice that would put me in the mood. So I bought a set from Awesome Dice myself. Well, they finally arrived, and they have exceeded my expectations. They are, shall I say, an awesome set of steampunk-themed dice with a brown base and yellow engravings giving them a Victorian-era vibe and etched with gears, nuts, and bolts. I can't wait to start rolling. So, do us a favor. Sign on to AwesomeDice.com and let them know that you heard about their site from Dreamslayer Studios RPG Podcast. Just a friendly reminder... Don't forget to check out ClassicMarvelForever.com for all your Marvel superheroes role-playing game core books and the unofficial canon project on Facebook for all new material to add to your games. Be sure to share this podcast with all of your RPG pals and look us up on Facebook and YouTube to see the extended videos of our live plays. This podcast is produced by Speak and Tell Studios in Evansville, Indiana, and, as always, we thank them for their assistance in getting our little production out to the masses. Be sure and hit that subscribe button for all the upcoming adventures from Dreamslayer Studios. Hold on, true believers. It's time for another episode of Iroshan, Gods and Monsters Part 8, Assault on Strange Academy. Excelsior! So, where we had left off last time... You guys were in Michigan, and Poet had gotten a telepathic cry for help from one of her students, uh, Matina, uh, also known as Lunar, stating that uh, the Tevatron was under attack by Baron Mordo and his minions, and the Krakoan Gate had been transformed into... What you believe to be the nexus of all realities, uh, which 
you are kind of familiar with it actually being in the Everglades of Florida, but somehow they have transported it here for some nefarious purpose. And some of the members of the Strange Academy were attempting to fend off Mordo and his band. And unfortunately, the majority of them have fallen. Only Lunar and Rintra are the ones that are still standing at this point. And you guys were in the process of getting ready to transport yourselves to the site of the Tevatron and the Krakoan Garden. So where do you guys want to drop in? Do we have a map for that, Chris? Yes, uh, it should be up, is it not? Ah, Ooh, it is a swamp. Bennett, uh, do you want to drop in somewhere off to the side so we can kind of see what's going on or sneak up on where do you guys want to go? I can put you anywhere. I can put you all over the place. Why, why don't we just drop in behind these uh, rocks over here to the bottom <laughs> left and we can peek. Like right in here. No, oh, I don't see it. Uh, right. sure, like, or right, right around in there. Yeah, now right, right, we're just we're, right where we right are. Right where, right where Spartans are already at. <laughs> oh, I see us. I didn't see us down there. Yep, drop us in. Is that where you want to drop in? Yeah, you? I think I think that gives us some some room to work. Okay. There's a mirror. All right, what, what, stepping through. Where did you want to go? Kind of a few squares up and to the right of where we already are down here at the bottom. Okay, so, you... so like right in that area there. Yeah. Yep. Is that what you guys said? Yep, right there. <laughs> okay, but wait. Okay, waiting. The guys have stepped, because I just saw my person in there. The guys have stepped through, but I say wait, and I grab Shard's arm and pull her back. Okay. And say, hang on, there's something I need to do here first. Can you hold open the scrying pole for me? Yeah. What are you up to? Okay, just hold open the mirror while I rewind the scene. We can watch like a TV show on the scrying big screen. What inspired this attack? Let us wind the clock back. Let us see it unfold at their villainous quarters and discover who gave them their marching orders. If this isn't a dream and things are what they seem, then what does this assault and each one before have to do with Dream Slayer? Not just this battle, the war. Oh, okay. All right. That's nice. Roll that baby and spin some karma. I'm calling karma. <laughs> and when this is over, we'll go out for shawarma. <laughs> are you trying to change the timeline? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Literally what you're not supposed to do in these situations. That's as long as we don't bet on sporting <laughs> events or talk yeah. to our future selves. Or maybe so, we're supposed to go back to the beginning and watch all our YouTube videos again. Okay, well, why do you think I sent the guys ahead? I don't want anyone to see what I'm doing. <laughs> but I trust you. Aww. Like, hey, where's everybody at? <laughs> but if you try to change anything in this timeline, we will have multiple splinter timelines, and you will cre recreate multiple versions of those motherfuckers right there. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> do that. I hope you're pointing to the bad guys. <laughs> it's like, I didn't mean, yeah, I didn't mean yeah. those motherfuckers in the bottom. The motherfuckers in the pond up at the top. <laughs> okay, well... 
That's why I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to see how this started, mm-hmm. where these guys came from, and if there's some mastermind behind this. If they didn't come to this themselves, if they're being given some orders, like why are they here? And like, what's the what's the source code on this <laughs> situation? Sure. Yeah. So you're really not changing anything. You're just observing. We're just watching like a YouTube. We're watching what happened here, right? Like a movie. Yeah. We're okay. watching it like a movie, like a DVR movie. All right, Christy, go ahead Karma. and roll that. And I'm going to call probability manipulation. As well. Oh, all right. <laughs> and you're, you're... Taking notes. What can I do to her? <laughs> 73. Just out of curiosity on the probability manipulation, just so we know before we get into this for oh poor Christy, is it equal to 73 of what she rolls? So whatever happens to her is it gonna happen to her at the same power at what she rolls? No. Uh-uh. Okay. No. It's just not gonna go her way later on. What I do is I roll one die and uh, count however many rounds of action. And this is going to be a little weird because she's going to be watching a scrying pool. So I will start that once the battle begins. And however many rounds that is, whatever action she takes in that particular round is going to potentially backfire on her or have a different different effect or reality will come back and snap back into place. Uh, okay. okay. So Christy, you're rewinding and you see Mordo and his minions arrive there uh, at the Krakoan gate and they're conducting this ritual to open this portal. Uh, and you see the process of them bringing the nexus of all realities here and opening that within the gateway of the Krakoan gate. And that is the, the, the moment where you kind of hone in and start rewinding. From there, uh, they teleported in from Transylvania, uh, which is, is where Mordo has his castle base of operations. And as you fast forward, kind of back, rewind back further, you see him early in the morning waking up in a start as though waking from a dream. And he goes to his minions to say, you know, I, I, I believe the time is ripe for us to bring forth our master, uh, the one that we have been searching for for so long. And then all of a sudden you rewind once again, and you rewind to Zarathos, who is asleep in his torpor, uh, deep under the recesses of the earth. And he too shudders awake as though awakened from a dream. And you see him reach out telepathically to, um, his angel, his dark angel buddy uh, that we fought last time. Uh, and sadly, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And then they concoct the plan to call the Ghost Riders to them. You shoot back once again, rewind uh, again to Shitsunitsa, 
you see Diablo, who was kind of the head of the the group that was uh, there un- under the earth that uh, that had been transformed. But you see him before the transformation as he is entering into Chitsun Itza in search of something. Rewinding yet again, uh, it brings you back to the moment where he wakes up cold in sweat from a dream once again. And somehow this idea has gotten into his head that he needs to get into Chitsun Itza. So he forms this group to search those caverns for something. Uh, whatever that is, you don't know, but you would imagine that it was the same thing that Kurt was actually gifted with, the song of the prophet. Rewinding once again, we go back to Vermont and we see Loki uh, arrive and awaken the zombie Viking horde to bring them forth to, to pillage the area and cause a distraction for him to be able to unearth the stones. Rewinding further, we see... Right, those are the stones that Mike got, right? Yes. I'm not okay. saying them again. Oh. I know what you're getting trying to get me to do. <laughs> <laughs> you see Loki in Asgard. Guess what he does? He wakes from a dream. So every single one of these individuals, the, the masterminds behind each one of the many adventures that you have had leading up to this, have been clued into something in these specific areas through a dream. So they had a premonition of some sort to bring them there. Can I uh, fast forward back to pretty much where we started, but just a little bit before that to where Mordo wakes up and then rewind just a little bit into his dream? And then press play, being very careful not to also hit record at the same time that I press play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, do. yeah, yeah, you could do that. I'll need yeah. another roll. <laughs> okay. 63. Okay. So you peer uh, inside his dream. You see him in a field of beautiful pompous grass. And you see a large rock formation up ahead that peers over the ocean. And this particular image is pretty reminiscent of the same vision that you guys had when you spoke with Dreamslayer. And he, just like you, climbs this rock formation to, uh, to the peak under the beautiful tree there overlooking the ocean and kneeling beneath the tree is a dark figure. It's not Dreamslayer here. Upon kind of closer inspection, it is reminiscent of, of the way that he, the color scheme is similar, okay? But much darker and foreboding and dressed more like a uh, kind of a cross between a, a samurai and a practitioner of the no of traditional Japanese theater uh, with a, uh, a, a mask 
made of ceramic with a red dot in the center. And it's kind of hard to tell whether or not this figure is male or female, but they have a bit of a meeting of the minds and this entity, whatever it is, that has a familiar ring to his voice that sounds somewhat like Chris, uh, begins to speak of the Krakoan Gate uh, and its connection to the nexus of all realities and that this, the time is ripe at this time to bring forth their God, the dweller in darkness. And he gives the coordinates of the Krakoan Gate in Chicago, or just outside of Chicago, above the Tevatron, and says, go there now. The time is now to bring forth the master. And that's when he wakes. And I guess writes it down in his journal next to the bed. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't forget. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Good. <laughs> okay. So much information. Thanks. Are you, I don't know, should we join the guys? Yeah, maybe. Sure. I know we could grab a cup of coffee first. That, oh, did I turn off the roaster? Oh, you better check. Okay. All right. I'll quickly. What kind of cup of coffee are you getting? And only the girls get to drink. Wine in it. Is, that, is that some of that delicious beeswax brand coffee? Uh, I, think okay. be. I think that's what it might be. <laughs> only the finest for Irish hand. I hear it's the best. All right. I'm bringing a thermos then. <laughs> Does she need to roll to determine if she turned off the roaster or not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the girls step through the portal uh, and arrive on scene there with the guys. Gentlemen, when you stepped through, you did um, spot Lunar and Rentra uh, hunkered down behind those boulders uh, where you guys are located there. Rentra is bleeding uh, and injured. Uh, Lunar seems to be caring for him as you arrive. And then ladies, you'll arrive a few moments after that. The scene that you see in front of you, of course, is this large swamp. And up in that area where the portal is located, there are kind of two levels here. And I'm kind of drawing it out so you can see this level here is the highest point of the map there. Do you see that where I drew yeah. that out in purple? And then you have a second area that is a step down that starts right in here and works its way all the way around to there. And those are beautiful waterfalls uh, that kind of separate you from the action that's going on up above. And Baron Mordo and his minions are all encircling the Krakoan gate uh, and attempting to call something forth from the depths of, of you don't know where. Well, they shouldn't do that, probably. Yeah. Doesn't seem like the right thing to do. 
Yeah, and I'll pull up some pictures here for you so you can see what they look like as well. One of them carrying a fancy scepter. Is one of them carrying a fancy scepter, you said? Yes, yeah, one of them is, awesome. yes. Okay. Mord Mordo holds Mordo. the scepter, yeah. All right, so there's Baron Mordo. And then you should probably remember him from Doctor Strange, the film, if you've seen that. He's definitely way more of a darker uh, villain in this reality. That's his daughter, Astrid. That is Adria. Kaecilius, also from the uh, film Doctor Strange. And Demonicus. And so that's what you see before you. Keep talking. Uh, I'm missing. I'm going to turn. Well, let's stop him. Should we stop him? Yeah. Chris, Christy, what, what do you, what do you recommend? This is, this is all kind of magic-y, kind of outside of most of our expertise. Yeah, it is kind of magic-y. Um, I think Chardon, I can give you a recaplet of what happened um, in the episode that we just saw unfold and see what you make of it. But it seems like um, Mordo's leading the pack. They're, you know, they're carrying some stuff that, that might be worth grabbing uh, the scepter, you know, dismantling whatever tools they might be using to do this magic and that there's some big deal going on with the gate. If there's a way to sort that out. Um, do we want them to bring it forward or do we not want them to bring it forward? I don't know. We don't, we don't know what it is, do we? I mean, we know it's big and bad probably, but. Well. And it's a darker shade of Dream Slayer, right? And as you guys are discussing, you hear Astrid uh, speak from afar. Father, there are more adversaries on the horizon. I believe the mistress of the academy has come to avenge her students and protect the Krakoan gate. Oh, we were talking too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Mordo says the rhyme, the rhymesmith has returned. Caecilius. We are too close to the completion of the ritual. Call forth a protective shield and let the protector of the Nexus do our work for us. Caecilius says, as you wish. And Caecilius waves his arms in a protective spell around the villains and this mirror-like shield encompasses the, uh, the group. Our group or their group? Their group. It's a protective spell. Mm-hmm. Can I try to teleport hey. into the into it? You can try to do that, sure. You're gonna teleport into like five villains right there by yourself? We can't get to I guarantee you we can't bust through it. Well, I don't know. Someone try to bust through it, I guess. You guys got some shooty weapons or something. <laughs> well, Mike, can you manipulate the ground under him to see if that protective spell just go down to the ground or below? Yeah, I can try to do that, although yeah, I'm probably close enough to do that. Do it, do it. Yeah, I'll just, I'll try to get it, make it to where just the ground below them just kind of sinks, you know, like below, below grade. And if, if nothing else, maybe either distracting him so that the force field 
goes away or you know kind of holding them captive halfway okay. in the earth kind of thing all right makes sense yeah um karma which is good i got a 34 and that's on maze. that's on incredible so i'll bump it up to a green actually that was a green i'll bump it up to a yellow i'm sorry i had the it's looking at the wrong column. All right, so you bumped it to a yellow. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, your the ground beneath them begins to shake and quiver, and you can start to see it kind of begin to kind of tilt up in that area. The uh, the waterfalls start spewing uh, water uh, further out the sides as this happens. Caecilius continues to weave the shield but you have caught Mordo's attention who drops his spell uh, of summoning for a moment in an attempt to combat what it is that you're doing to the earth below uh, in order to kind of keep it intact for him to be able to continue the ritual. And he got a yellow to do so. Uh, so it's a bit of a even battle of wits right now. And the the platform up there is just kind of, rocking back and forth and and kind of setting all of them a little bit off balance okay guys it doesn't seem to be working entirely but i think it's i think it's slowing them down at least should i but the shield is down shield well shield is still there I think. oh it's still there yeah okay but we've distracted the big guy okay should i you know should i keep keep trying to do this give yeah, it another I, shot or at I least think, keep, yeah. keep them guessing yeah that or keep them distracted yeah and um, then if we can get close enough then we can see if we can get inside the shield and cause a diversion some other way uh chris should i roll to keep that going for another round yeah you can sure do that yep okay so uh, it's the earth like shifting and buckling and dropping below them it, yeah, it's it's kind of just rocking back and forth right now. Mordo is doing his best to try to maintain it. Do you want me to knock him over? <laughs> I can do it without going in there. Yeah, like I'll I'll give that a, I'll give I'll keep doing what I'm doing, and if you can distract him further, maybe it'll work. I'll try to push him over, like with my telekinesis. You like that? Is that good? For, yep. Good for you. Should I do that? Like that. Let's yeah, do it. yeah, do it. Yeah. All right, Karma, 92. Ooh. And that is, my telekinesis is amazing. And then Mike, you want to roll yours too? Yep. 86. So Mike, you got a yellow? Uh, 86 is a yellow, yeah. And Kurt, you got a red, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mordo is is really trying really hard to kind of maintain control over that area there. He succeeds, Mike, in, in still trying to keep it from, from tipping or sinking. But he's distracted enough to, to where he doesn't see Kurt's telekinetic uh, attack coming his way. So it does knock him off of his feet. Now, are you throwing your baton or are you just knocking him over with with the TK. Just TK. Okay. All right. Just the yeah. port. All right. So you, you hit him 
And let's see, where's Mordo? Right there. You knock him back, and he actually flies into the portal. There you go. And as that's happening, directly in front of you in this area right here, a creature begins to manifest. The foliage around you just starts to kind of creep into this mass, and you're interrupted by the sight of this large creature that coalesces in front of you. Those of you that are familiar with him, this is the Man-Thing, the protector of the nexus of all realities. And I will need each of you to roll a Psyche feat. Is that one or two? Should we do karma on that or no? That's completely up to you. Of course. I'm doing karma. I don't know about you guys. I got a yellow. I'm yellow. Okay. Kurt's Uh, yellow. yellow. Andy's yellow. Dana's yellow. Christy? Yellow. Yellow. Mike? Oh, your, uh, your mic's off. Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, Mike. Nothing. Check, I got check, a 20, check. 23. 23. Check, check, check one. Okay. All right. So, Mike, you see this thing, the man thing form in front of you, and your heart starts to race. You break out immediately into a cold sweat, and uh, you would like to get away <laughs> from that <laughs> as quickly as you can. <laughs> uh, the rest of you all succeeded in your roles, and you you do feel that little twinge of fear, but but you don't have to run. But Mike, you got to go. <laughs> Gotta go. And now we should roll initiative. And needless to say, Mike, that does break your concentration on what you were trying to do. Can we talk to Mr. Man-Thing? Sure, you can talk to Man-Thing, but roll initiative first. Okay. He, he, likes, he likes the Earth. Remember, we can't destroy the Earth. All right, that's what I was going to say. Look, let's just okay. let's, let's ease his, his, his concern that we might hurt this beautiful swamp of his. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike, what'd you get? Or, oh, I didn't. I, I thought since I was running away that I didn't need to roll it. But no, you still roll it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. Uh, I got a four plus three, seven. Shard. Oh, I, well, I rolled an eight, but I forget. Um, plus two, so ten. Ten. Poet. Nine. Psy Ghost. One. Arsenal. Six. Okay. All right, so Shard, you're up first. Okay, uh, my first question mm-hmm. is uh, Mordo, is he in the portal just hovering there or is he just in the portal? Oh. He fell through. Yeah, gone. gone. Okay, so then that, never mind on that one. So he just pissed off his daughter. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to try and open a portal underneath the big man thing thing man thing and i'm gonna open i'm gonna open a portal underneath him hoping he falls through and he's going to be in the rabbit hole and just continuously falling okay portal you portal. you don't want to talk to him so you're not you're, you're not going to talk to him first i take it <laughs> i'm not going to talk to him I'm getting him out of there All or at right. least i mean he'll be just you know falling 
we can I can always take him out if you want to talk you know conversation okay um karma and I rolled an 87 okay and that's under fight fighting right mm -hmm. sorry I'm slow at this part 87 that's straight yellow so I'll keep yeah I'll keep it yellow all right, so you whoop, open that portal right underneath him, and he makes one move to kind of reach out towards you, uh, and then just whip, just <laughs> gone. I wish I could make a good noise for that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Man Thing is out of the fight. Wow, that's quick. But he's still there. He's just perpetually falling if you want to talk to him you can no that's okay it seems like you took care of him for now. but i think you know he's he's sort of one with everything isn't he isn't he like a mother nature force mr chris Tiner? yes yes definitely so we may be okay for now but it may be a, a, something of concern a little later when we want to live on this planet for the rest of our lives yeah. <laughs> i'll let him go when we're done <laughs> still have the little thing in the jar the little guy, the little alien brood in the jar. The oh, minute. yeah. I forgot so all about that him. Or something. Put it on my little collection shelf of miniature monsters, I guess. All right, poet. Okay. So is there still a force field? Yes. Okay. I'm going to try to deal with that. Let's get this party started. We might need some juice. I'll fire up the Tevatron. Now let's roll up the sluice. Mm. I'm gonna just try to open up that um, force field, that protective magical shield at whatever seams exist. Okay. Now I'll call karma. What? What happens if I roll two zeros? That's a, that's a one hundred. Oh. Okay. So. <laughs> That's that's uh, 110. <laughs> Is it gonna work? Uh, probably gonna work. So, hopefully, it collapses on him. The Tevatron was actually already moving. Okay, and what you have done with that roll is you've completely reversed the polarity on that. It's it slows its spin and then goes in reverse, uh, and you see the mirror shield begin to crack at the top and shatter its way down, and so you have uh, successfully destroyed the shield. And then we will move to nicely done, Spartan. You're you're no longer afraid. <laughs> And look up like, oh god, where'd he go? Okay. Um, yeah, just get, getting my bearings. Um, I will use my geoforce to launch one of these boulders that's in front of us toward um, toward the the demon guy. Okay. Demonatron. Demonicus. Demonicus. Um, and I will call Karma this time. Uh, I got a oh, I got a sixty nine. Oh, ooh, first one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so yeah, just this boulder that right here, <laughs> I can't see it, one right there. Mm -hmm. Just whip it on over there. Okay. All right, so with your 69, you hit him dead on. Actually, it, you lift it straight up into the air, and then it just, like Wiley Coyote, just <laughs> smushes him uh, and takes him right out of the fight. And then we will go to Arsenal. So do I, with my new power, do I have the ability to claim their soul? Do I have the penance there? Um, as as other ghost writers do, or since I'm not full ghost writer because I'm wearing the high high women, is that not a power? Yeah, it probably should be. In all honesty, um, so yes, you can do that, but you have to be adjacent to that individual. To yeah, you be gotta be holding on to him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You can teleport you over there if you want. I can teleport myself over there. That's right. <laughs> I just can't teleport long distances. All right. Um, I'm actually going to flame on here. So I am now going to be flaming and glowing. And first, I'm going to take a. I've got. I'm just going to pull a longbow out and charge one of the bows with some blue magic flame okay. so monstrous and i got a green on that so i basically have a bow and arrow and then that's going to be agility plus a column shift over so you got the green with karma yeah okay yeah i got the green with karma there's a low low row really low row all right, so I'm going to aim for, I guess, the lady, the, the daughter. Astrid. Yeah, Astrid. Okay, so agility with a karma. So karma on that guy, and that's going to be remarkable, and got a yellow. Okay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That's with Hellfire, I forgot. Mm -hmm. So that, that bumps that guy up to amazing. Uh, All right, you see her weave her hands in order to form a shield, but she doesn't get it up in time. And your uh, arrow just clips the edge edge of her shield and catches her in her shoulder. Okay. So you succeeded in doing 50 points of damage to her, which is enough to just take her out. She does not have a whole lot of health. All right, so Astrid's out. And then we go to Kurt. All right, I'm going to get the guy in the back. We're going to do some tendrils on him. Kaecilius. Yeah, let's knock him unconscious. What do you think? I'll do okay. some karma on this. This. Is, a, this is a beer frame. Everybody else is taking somebody out. So <laughs> and if you don't, you're going to have to buy the beer. Oh, man. OK, so I'm going to fly up high. Mm -hmm. So I get a more even view and then let's go. Karma. Oh man. 24. And Kurt's buying the beer. 
And I don't want to buy the beer. Okay, let's see. Uh, what am I looking at there? Monstrous? Yeah. Monstrous. Uh, I'm in green. I'm going to bump it up to yellow, though, with that. Okay. 24 to 61. Okay, so that's 45. Yeah, so yellow. Okay. He got a red. Oh, man. See? And you see him disappear. Oh, crap. <laughs> Why did he get a Was he dodging? Did he get to roll? Why yep. did he get It's my turn. It is your turn, but uh, dodging is, is always something that would supersede uh, initially. Well, you get a one anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Minute 24, I don't expect much to happen. <laughs> All right, so that's the end of this round. Uh, Adria now is the only one, at least visible, up there that is still trying to hold the portal at this time. So we roll back around. But technically a one's a five. I have a four initiative bonus. I just forgot about that. Yeah, one's a one. If you roll a one, it's a one for wow. initiative. Yeah, all right, so I got a one. Uh, mm -hmm. So we go back around to Shard. Okay. And he's holding it open. He's able to do that. Uh, Adria is holding it. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to teleport over there and try uh, behind. Is it a guy? I'm sorry. Uh, Adria is a female. I, I missed that. I apologize. Adria I'm going to teleport behind yeah. her. And he's got my sword out. I'm just going to try and take her out with it, I guess. Okay. That's what we're doing these days, I guess. Uh, Karma. And oh, that one landed weird. I'm sorry. Let me try again. 84. It landed sideways on my book and no number was up. So okay. I got an 84. And it's at least yellow. I think I'm at amazing on that nowadays. So yellow. Okay. All right. Yep. Solid yellow. And damage on that. Um, I don't have that pulled up. I'm sorry. Okay, so the big sword plus one column shift. Amazing. Um, unearthly to magical beings. Amazing to regular beings. All right. Well, that will do it. You impale her <laughs> through the spine. And we're going to roll to see if that kills her. Oh, no. All right. She's not dying, but she's definitely out for sure. Okay. Just kick her in the hole. Yeah. Like 300. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's insult to injury right there. It's like, Ooh, yeah, just that's a hardcore. big swirling hole, not yeah. the, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is your this is sparta moment dana <laughs> that's it right not that hole the other hole <laughs> okay so christy you created kind of a time spell uh and if we go off of you know the imagery that we have seen in 
the Doctor Strange film that that is typically associated with this kind of green like clockwork style uh, energy. So so that's what you saw around the scrying pool as you as you were continuing to re rewind through all of the events that have happened up until this point. And you see in in the shape of the Tevatron, this green clockwork begin to form over top of the Tevatron. And time begins to reverse itself. And you see you see Adria and Astrid reform. So Dana stabs Adria. And then we see Dana reverse herself, pull the sword out of her, and Adria is is back. Dana teleports back to her position back here. Astrid, in reverse, is hit by the arrow from Andy's arrow. Yeah, Andy's shot. And it flies back to Andy's bow. So that is about as far back as we've gone at this point. But the green clockwork is still turning at this point. Well, wait a second. Kurt's, Kurt's guy didn't come back. That's He's the one that's casting the spell. Well, I know he's the one casting the spell. But <laughs> when he when he also reappear? It's magic, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think time still is linear and that's magic. Uh, okay. All right. So we got to find this. Uh, we got to find. I can't think of his name. Caecilius. Yes. We got to find him. The guy, in, the guy in the hole? No, the, the guy that you went after. That you went after and disappeared. Oh, yeah. He's the guy doing this magic thing? Yes. Oh, not the guy in the hole. I thought it was the guy in the hole. No, all the, right. guy, the, the guy in the hole is in a, in another dimension at this point. Okay, so the guy that disappeared. Yeah, our, G, our GM needs to delete the guy in the hole. No, I don't want to delete him yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, can you can you can you scribble up something? Make him appear. Uh, I, I'll make I'll, I'll move him out of the way. How about that? Appear might sound good with the word the the word leer. Can you leave and appear? Are you talking about Chrysalis or Mordo? Chrysalis. And where's Mordo? Mordo's in gone. M- Mordo's <laughs> in the hole. He's in the hole. Okay. okay. There's nothing to fear if you appear, you know. Not his hole, in the hole. <laughs> but, but oh, it, you, have to, you have to create a rhyme with Chrysalis. <laughs> That's what I'm working on. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> Felius. Hey guys, I'm totally serious. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it is Dana's or uh, Christy's turn. (laughs) Oh, well, actually, since we have reversed time, it actually now does go back to um, Shard. Seems like I would have rolled like a hundred then if it was reversed time. Reverse the right. we could re-roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't tempt me. Try and sense where he is. Um, I know it's the wrong. I don't understand my power. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Because if he's invisible, 
then you're not going to be able to spot him. Now, Kurt might be able to with his cosmic awareness. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to use my cosmic awareness while well, it's my turn. <laughs> and Ten years you, later. Since you were the last to go and he basically reversed to Astrid, I will go back to you. Me? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. So <laughs> I think, I've got a great idea. I'm going to use cosmic awareness. Do it's it. Like, it's like the idea just came to me from God. <laughs> um, all right. Cosmic awareness. Here we go. Boom. I'm cosmically aware. All right. What'd you roll? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to roll. Oh. <laughs> karma. Karma. Oh, that was close. I rolled a two zero, a three. <laughs> what? Well, you yep. bump that up to a, a green. Uh, all right. So yeah, so that a, a green. I'm gonna. I'll use what thirty karma. Okay. All right. There you all go. Right. Well, you sense his presence. He is here nearby. Well, we know that. But uh, but you can't pinpoint exactly where he is. Okay. Poet, give me some of that coffee, please. I need to... <laughs> I'll get him on the next round. I'll get him on the next round. Thank oh, you. Thermos. Wow, that's great coffee, let me tell you. It's some of the best coffee I've ever had. Excellent. I I will give you this. He is somewhere in that area. Oh, great. We get to play hot and cold. <laughs> Marco. <laughs> uh, okay, so now, Dana, back to you. All right. I'm just going to try and do the same thing I did. Okay. And this time I am going to push her in the hole. Karma. 85. All right. Same effect. You hit her. <laughs> And you impale her. We're going to see if she dies again. <laughs> uh, and she is stunned. And then we go to Christy. Wait, Dana kicked her in the hole. Well, she, she stabbed her first. Uh, oh. if, if she kicks her, it's a second action. Oh, that's right. So we're kind of, what's our purpose here? We're trying to find, we're trying to locate and subdue Kaecilius. And he's in the big purple box. Okay. Sure. It's a lovely spring day at the Fermilab field. Flowers and buds. It's growing warm. Though we're a bit distracted with this supervillain deal. All the bees want to do is swarm. They're in tune with our vibe. We're the good guys. It's chill. But these magicians attacking, disturbing as fracking. These bad guys, they sense. All the bees see is bare. They head straight for the hair. They take to the wing, and if needed, they'll sting. Okay. Oh. Roll that puppy. Epic. Okay, karma. Ninety. 90 or 19? 90. 90. So with karma, that puts you at 100. 
And right about in this area right here, you see a swarm of bees that just come out of the woodwork uh, and start to swarm this area right here. And Caecilius takes shape. And like Tom Hanks in The Money Pit, <laughs> starts just swatting at <laughs> these bees that are swarming around him. Uh, so he is in full view now at this point. Um, and taking some damage from the bees that are stinging him. And then we go to nine, eight, seven. That would be Spartan. Does um, he have to roll to see if he's allergic to bee stings? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could do that. Let's just see. Can, can he do an antihistamine roll? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no allergies, but ooh, it hurts. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, now that we can see him, I'll um, I'll just I'll just shoot a, a vibratory blast his way to see if we can knock him out. Okay. Uh, karma. Ninety-two. Wow. And that's amazing. Okay. And so that would be considered a grand slam. <laughs> Two, three, four. It sends him off the map. Uh, and we'll say that also sends him into uh, some boulders there off on the side. And that should effectively knock him out, take him out of the fight. If not, the bees will take care of him. Mm -hmm. And so now we just have Astrid. And is it her go? It's her go. All right, she throws up uh, an eldritch shield around herself and the portal. And that's her action for this round. And then it goes to Arsenal. Uh -huh. So I'm going to teleport over to her. It's right there. Which line of sight, I shouldn't have to roll for that. And I am going to channel Hellfire on the shield to see if I can bring it down. Sorry, Kelly just came in to say something to me. What'd you say? I'm going to try to channel Hellfire onto the shield and see if I can get that to collapse. Okay. So I'm going to touch it, and I have no idea. What would that, what, how would I? Well, so that'll be a, if you're just trying to touch it and and light it on fire. Is that yeah. your intent? Yeah. yeah. Fighting. Okay. And I will use karma for this just to see what we can do here. Oh, look at that! Eighty-four takes me to a red. Okay. With karma. All right. So you touch the the eldritch shield. And your Boop. blue flame begins to burn a hole in the shield. So, yeah, you're breaking through, and it's starting to spread. Kurt. Take her out, Kurt. All right. Psychic tendrils. Boom. Let's just do it. Karma. Here we go. Get ready for this roll. And it's a two. Five. No. <laughs> Eighty-five. Eighty-five. So that'll be yellow and we'll push it up to red okay with one point 
All right. You're feeling a little bit of resistance. She's trying to fight back, but it's too strong. How much damage does that do? Oh, my psychic, a monstrous. All right. Yeah, so it scrambles her brain pretty good. And we're going to roll endurance for her. Oh, she got a 92. So she's oh, okay. Man. Come on. Oh, come on. But she is out. Oh, that's good. And now you have this swirling nexus of reality that that is still there. I want to go in. You want to go in? I think so. Um, He's going to go in the hole. Dana, with you up there, you do see that when Mordo was cast into the portal. Did he disintegrate? The wand of Watum fell from his hand and is sitting right outside the portal. Hey, hey, poet, I think I got something for you over here. I'm assuming it's for Christy. Can somebody... um... Do a little, uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's called. A little, yeah, psych- little psychic. Is it safe to pick it up? No, should I pick it up and? I'll do cosmic awareness on it. He's smi- Chris is smiling and I'm not happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick it up, it'll be fine. Gonna What's happen? gonna happen? <laughs> What'd you get, Kurt? A white. A white, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine, Christy. Okay, I'm going to pick it up and teleport it to her. All right, so you reach out for it uh, and teleport it over. Christy, you see uh, her portal open up and then the wand is is falling out so you can reach out and grab it. Okay. I'll grab it like a baton, you know, twirl it a bit. (laughs) Bring it in. All right, so you grab hold of it, and as soon as you do, uh, a yellow light just emits from the Wand of Watum, and from all corners of the earth, you feel this pull of, it's almost this thing has become some sort of arcane magnet, and it is drawing forces to it, and three more wands are flying in towards this one and they all form together to one long staff. So you now have possession of what we are calling the staff of Watum. It's your egg testicle. Grab it. (laughs) Like a Voltron wand. And this will then bring your reality alteration ability up uh, three column shifts and also grants you a very similar power to what Kurt has, and that's cosmic awareness at unearthly. Mine's only amazing. What's the point of having me in the group now? <laughs> no. No, Kurt, I meant Christy. Christy, what do you see? <laughs> Ouch. That's some more than coffee. <laughs> it's not going well for me. 
<laughs> Christy, we check Kurt's work, please. <laughs> All right, so what do you want to do Poor now? Kurt. I don't know. Christy's all jazzed up now. What do you want to do, Christy? See what you can do with it. Yeah, zap something. Pointed at stuff. Hey, why, why don't you use cosmic awareness better than Kurt uh, to, uh, <laughs> to to maybe seek out See if the I can dark figure the that you saw earlier? See if I can jump in the portal. Alter reality to make Kurt's power better. <laughs> or at least his role. Was too. <laughs> Whatever she does, whatever she uses, cultural, uh, whatever cultural awareness. What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> you have the powers of diversity and inclusion. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna do it too. I'm gonna do it too. Just so I, I help her out. Anything you can do, do better. I'm just gonna do it backwards and in heels. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. Does it seem like a good idea to do a little cosmic awareness type check and yeah, well, that, yeah so, <laughs> see see uh, see if you can find that dark figure you saw earlier. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Just a second here. Okay. <laughs> no, we don't want to wait, we don't want to stomach oh, the dark oh, figure. Oh, we oh, just oh, want to Christy, dark. let Kurt try. <laughs> I got a 96, baby, 96. Oh, I, win. I got a 63. Okay. 63 on unearthlies. I mean, that's pretty good. That's yeah. That's the same as what Kurt just got. I'm red. I got a red. <laughs> I did it better than her. You're well, doing a this, great job, Kurt. With this combined, <laughs> the combined forces of cosmic awareness that uh, that are shared now between Christy and Kurt, your attention is certainly being drawn to the nexus of all realities. It is still there. It is still spinning. It is not where it's supposed to be, but the nexus of all realities is really quite simply that the nexus of all realities, which means it can take you just about anywhere you want to go. Well, let's go to work jump in. Let's go. Let's go. So I guess that's our invitation to go to and anywhere. The, well, I'm thinking <laughs> to the go? one place we've not been able to go, and that's the place that Kurt was blocked from. That's the place that Dana saw that she was blocked out of. That's that dream world. Can we not like go to, you know, grow by deep first or? Well, we could do that. <laughs> we we go could... anywhere. <laughs> we love can, can we just like put this in our pocket and carry it with us? Oh, wait, I still have the box. We can put it in the box. <laughs> Don't open the box. <laughs> and Kurt, with your red roll that you got. Everything is starting to now fall into place. Everybody has uh, the extra power now that they need to face off against this dark god that, uh, that has been looming over all of your activities for the last several days. And with the revelation of your new ability of dream travel and the nexus of all realities swirling on this plateau in front of you. Uh, 
you realize now that you may truly have the key to be able to break through the barrier that you and Dana were really not able to, to cross. But it's going to take the combined forces probably of you, Christy, and Dana to be able to traverse into that realm. I say to Shard, let me, let me explain to you here what I'm seeing. Okay, the full picture, because I know you're only seeing part of it. And I tell her everything you just said. Yeah. Man. The whole group, really, but, you know. So, Dana, through, through what he is able to explain to you, you need to call forth the backdoor portal to the Dreaming from, from Wonderland. All right. And with Christie's reality alteration and Kurt's dream travel and the combined energies basically of the entire group, you should be able to uh, tune this into the land of the dreaming. Dial it up. Is that what you want me to do? Yeah. Okay. There Let's it is. Do it. We're doing it. Looking glass. Back door. So, Dana, Kurt, Christy, uh, Dana, you're going to roll your dimensional travel. Christy, you're going to roll under your reality alteration, and you're going to have to come up with some sort of poem, of course, to be able to travel to the dreaming. Kurt, you're going to use the dream travel as well in order to transport your either physical bodies or just your souls to that realm. And I'll leave that up to you, whichever you want. That's an interesting thing to say. I don't generally like leaving my physical body sitting around a swamp. Mm -hmm. We can put it in uh, Wonderland if you want. Oh. Actually, I'm going to release the man thing, and then we can go to Wonderland, and then we can do that. Like, I can leave our bodies. Okay. If that's what you guys want to do. I won't put us no. in the dungeon this time. That's fine. I'll give you a nice comfy bed, Andy. Can all can everybody hey. fight without their bodies? In the uh, dreaming. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So I've got to roll monstrous my dimensional travel, is that what you said? Yep. All right. Karma. Seventy-five. I got okay. a seventy-three. That's okay. solid yellow, so. And then Christie's the last piece of the puzzle. 93. Okay. And then what's your poem? Hello, Quincy. <laughs> so since the, the Tevatron is a, a synchrotron that accelerates protons and antiprotons, I, um, having turned it on before as well, I, I'm saying harnessing the power of the Tevatron, antiprotons and pro. Now into the dreaming we go. Okay. All right. So the portal, just as the Tevatron reversed its polarity and its energies, uh, the portal begins to swirl uh, backwards. And you can see inside that portal that image of the pampas grass and the rock formation and the ocean far in the distance. And it is calling for you to step through. 
Okie dokie. So we're just sending our spirits in and the bodies are going to a safe space in Wonderland, right? Okay, sounds good. Okay. All right. So your spirits leave your bodies and then begin to enter the portal. Uh, and you find yourselves once again uh, standing in the tall pompous grass looking towards that rock formation. And again, there is, seems to be a figure up on top of the hill. Let's go say hi. <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, climb the mountain uh, and end up under the cherry blossom tree. And once again, the mood here is much different than the first time uh, that you came. It was, it was peaceful. Now there's a storm that is raging in this space. The sky is dark. There's lightning and thunder. And as you come to the top of the rock formation and you see the figure that is there, it is a what now appears to be the skeletal remains of your friend, the Dream Slayer. The tree that was once beautiful and flourishing now lies dead, a skeleton itself of, of its former uh, appearance. Uh, and in the middle of this, there is a, a, a large gaping black hole that is dripping with this ooze coming out of it. And the skeletal body is looking basically directly at the tree. Remember, we're in the dream world, though, so this might not be real. Metaphor. We're too late. Should have stopped for that coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, guys. Better luck next time. Um, I only right. think it's him because <laughs> I, I, I only think it's him because if you look at his face and especially the nose bone, you can kind of <laughs> tell that it's. <laughs> Yeah, the head. Yeah, the head does have a distinct shape too. <laughs> it's got one little flat spot, right? There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the flat spot. So, you know, by the skeleton staring at the tree and the ooze out of the tree, maybe the ooze is Chris's soul. I think it's been tainted. Like, if you'll recall, in that first scene that you guys uh, were faced with in your nightmare uh, when Dream Slayer was taken from you. Three months uh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> there were chains that came out of that tree and grabbed hold of him and ripped him apart and essentially pulled him into, into that cherry blossom tree. So either A, Chris is contained within the tree or it's a gateway to something else. Yeah, I, I, I think the latter, perhaps. It's like, you know, that's that's the conduit for whatever, that, pulled, yeah. whatever pulled him in. We have to go in the goo hole now. <laughs> goo hole. Straight in the goo hole. Uh, he's a little harder than I thought, Mike. <laughs> use cosmic awareness to try to figure out what's going on here. Sure. Yeah, Christy, can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> have a metaphor or an analogy you know when you go with your two kids to an ice cream store and they both want ice cream you don't tell one kid they can have two scoops and the other one they can only 
Kurt, you're also the guy that decided that one of your extra powers was going to be dream travel. That's mine, dude. So <laughs> that's pot calling the kettle black right there. <laughs> uh, okay, cosmic awareness people. All right, let's go. There we go. One of us is going to go and touch the ghoul. Here we go. <laughs> I got 55. Okay. I'm green. That's green. Yeah, you feel Chris's presence inside that tree. Yeah, got it. We almost touched Chris. You almost touched my goo hole. Guard, you didn't roll. Dana, you didn't roll. See if you see something I didn't see. Do I have to roll for that too? Uh, yeah. No, you, you don't have cosmic awareness. Christy does. Uh, no, it's not Christy, is it? Yeah, it's Christy. Oh, I was talking. I thought it was. Dana the whole time. I wasn't talking to Christy. <laughs> Wait, no, you told me Dana got unearthed. Oh, Christy got unearthly cosmic awareness. Yes. This whole time we've been talking about Christy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's why she's so good at it. I thought we were talking. Did I thought Dana was the and, one with cosmic and, awareness, and, and she doesn't throw it in everybody's face. So Christy you know. got the wand of Watoom. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I got folks in man. Story of Dana's life, <laughs> taking over all the Christy, flag. Go for it. Let's see. I rolled 87. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, and really essentially the same thing. Mm -hmm. You sense my presence inside the tree. Uh, and I am in severe pain. Okay. That's why I was explaining the last thing to Dana, because I was like explaining my cosmic awareness, but I should have been explaining it to Christy. <laughs> So all you got to add to that with your amazing skill is that he has a little pain too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's, I think that's going to be vital information though. I think that's really important. <laughs> we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have discovered it without Christy. No, no. I, that, that, was, I just, that, that changed the game right there. That was game changing. <laughs> More pain than you Are you enjoying your two yeah, flavors like, of ice cream? Because I've just got one scoop of vanilla. <laughs> Delicious. Are we going in the goo hole? Yeah, can I um did my did my um red I think cosmic awareness role indicate to me that entering the goo hole is what I should be doing? <laughs> All you know is he's inside there. You know, whether or not it's you should go in or shouldn't, it doesn't tell you one way or the other. Call him out. Maybe instead of us going into it, can we just reach in if we're entering a lot of holes. He's in the tree. It may be not be a portal. It may just be that he's in there. Does seem like a lot. A lot of holes. A lot of holes. I mean, like, and this one's gooey. Just, just, just pointing that out. We haven't had a gooey hole yet, so. Well, you, 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 you've got testicles, a uh, gigantic wand, and now a hole. So. <laughs> oh, I know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Put the wand in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it all how makes sense now. Born, ladies and gentlemen. It's got the energy of the synchronotron, you know, vibing through it. <laughs> um, I, I have nothing appropriate to say. <laughs> oh no. Here we go again. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's gonna be okay, Andy. 
We're all going to get through this. <laughs> Lost him. <laughs> Close your eyes and think of England. <laughs> Just to get that joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Onward. I spent the last several days editing my uh, movie for North. I'm getting pretty good at editing shit like this out. So, you know, just take the time. <laughs> more, more practice. Okay. Trying to get to get you really good at it. Ooh. All right. Well, we're going to have to get him out of the tree. So, um... your mic. Move your mic up, Andy. No. Oh. We're going to have to get him out of the tree. Move your so... mic down, Andy. <laughs> a little farther. There you, little more. there you go. Wait, let me use my cosmic awareness to figure out where my mic goes. Anybody have like a, a, an axe? Uh, we can get one of those. Yeah. Here's an axe. How do we get him out of a tree? Do we go in the little gooey hole or do we? Is it big enough for a person to go through? Yeah, what's the size of this gooey hole? Yeah, I mean it's it. You'd have to squeeze through it, but yeah, you could you could potentially uh, get in there. <laughs> so it hasn't been well traveled. No, it's not. It's not well used. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a virgin hole. In <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is wet. <laughs> Here, let me uh, reach into my cloak, see if I can pull out a rubber suit first. <laughs> Whatever you're into. <laughs> okay. Well, I, you, this will probably be the only time I say this, but I think squeezing through a gooey hole is a bad idea. <laughs> you never know when you're going to say that next, but I think you're uh, correct. What, what, what are our alternatives? Um, well, it, can we like ask? Can we just get in? Can we project or do something or something? No, we don't use cosmic awareness. Don't anybody have like a familiar or something? Some little animal? Do anybody have an animal? <laughs> may have a yeah, critter. It's got the, the little guy in the jar. Can we pull something out of Wonderland? <laughs> yes. Don't you have a cat or a cat or something in Wonderland we can stick in the hole? Yes. <laughs> Usually it's hamsters, but you know. Or, or yeah, uh, get the rabbit. There's you got the rabbit. Stick the rabbit in. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> or Quincy. <laughs> I mean, something that can tell. I don't know. Just climbing into a hole. This doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah, I can send. Uh, I don't think Chess Cheshire Cat would want to go, but. I can send something else in there if you want. Well, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you do you want to climb through it? Yeah, I mean that it makes sense to to be yeah. cautious here. I think to, anything yeah. anything that I do is gonna destroy the tree. So <laughs> and the gooey hole. Can we coax his consciousness out to communicate with us? <laughs> Let's try that. 
how do you what are we gonna do (laughs) coax his consciousness out is that a thing i just see i see chris's face come out Here, conscious, conscious, conscious. <laughs> Come out of the gooey hole. <laughs> oh, so Kurt, that's the most ridiculous thing you've heard all night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 you got a poem or something, Christy? I do actually. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> well, so thanks I for talking and writing while we were doing that. <laughs> what rhymes with speculum, though? <laughs> God damn it, Mike. Now we've lost Andy again. <laughs> Krista used the word erection tonight with me. <laughs> no, the night ain't over yet. <laughs> okay, Christy, hit it. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's going to happen. This is a pair of haiku because we're in front of a, you know, lovely desiccated, destroyed cherry tree. The ooze from the tree, like sap of or dream slayer's soul, we reach in and pull. His consciousness there, can we coax him out to join our dreaming selves here? Okay, give her a roll. Was everybody counting syllables? Okay, 83. Nice. Good roll. All right, so you cast that spell and the tree begins to shudder and that black ooze continues to spill from the opening. And then all of a sudden you see a hand just reach out. Uh, It's covered in that black goo, but you can see the, the color of the glove uh, that's covering it is, is the purple glove that you certainly associate with, uh, with the dream slayer. You need to grab it, grab that gooey hand. Who's our strongest person? I can grab it. Actually, let me, I, I can grab it telekinetically. I think, and physically, I think it's going to be hard to do. Yeah. I'm grabbing it. Who else is grabbing it? Mike. Grabbing it. I'll grab it. Okay. I'll do telekinetic grab. Well, be careful. We don't want to rip it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> put it back. Put it back. All right. So. <laughs> With the uh, with the combined might uh, of of the group coaxing and and pulling and uh, and telekinetically uh, tugging uh, at the arm, you, you're able to pull the rest of the body out of the hole. And it is Dream Slayer. It is Chris that comes out and lands with a thump at your feet. Somebody smack him on the ass if he's alive. <laughs> he he is hurt, wounded, uh, breathing heavily. And out of the heavy breathing, you hear him say, You made it. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Sullivan. Where is he? 
He's safe in Wonderland. The capsule. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> you fools. And all of a sudden, this black energy comes out of him in a spray of raven feathers and he disappears and as the feathers begin to float to the ground you see all of the what were unconscious members of iroshan begin to crawl up from the earth around you and encircle you and begin to close in and that's where we're going to end it <laughs> bum, bum, bum. The unconscious members of our group. Yes. around us. Oh, the, we're uh, They are the the ones that you found in Iroshan that were unconscious oh. uh, in the very first adventure. Okay. And... So mad at right. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's right over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now I, I, I've like in, I'm emotionally invested in that. You know that. Uh -huh. I'm like, <laughs> oh, whatever, no. uh, don't worry. If Kurt's cosmic abilities were stronger, we, he would have seen that. <laughs> All right. So karma points uh, for tonight. Uh, let's see here. We've got. <coughs> 305, 305 karma points uh, for everybody. Uh, Christy, you get an extra 50. Uh, Dana, you subtract 50. I knew it. That's fine. You can have 100 if you want. I, no, just take it all out. I am honestly heartbroken about what I just did. Oh, you fell right into my trap. That's good. I, know. I, I actually should probably Too give you an much. extra 200 karma points for, yeah. for doing exactly what I hoped you would. <laughs> <laughs> and one, two, three, say it. <laughs> Damn it. So sad. That was good. That was like a real moment. It could have been in a movie, but it was real. <laughs> now I'm the one who everybody's like, you idiot. <laughs> but now we're just going to have to split up. That's like in the movie where you would say they would never do that. They would never do that. They would never really say that when the villain was there. <laughs> we thought it was Tyner. That's why I said it. That's right. <laughs> Tyner plays Tyner so well. We hadn't used our yeah, cosmic awareness right? on him yet. You gotta wait till we use the cosmic awareness. <laughs> you guys got jack crap from the last time you used that. Hey, I, I know, Christy, we can be like the Wonder Twins. Whenever we use the cosmic awareness, we can hold hands and go, cosmic awareness powers activate. <laughs> or is that what they did? They did rings? We can do yep. rings. Yep. stronger. Yep. Yep. All right, well, we're rounding the uh, corner to the to the grand finale, folks. Yay! And we might be able to complete it next time, so we'll we'll kind of see how that goes. I, I, it it may take two more sessions to get through this, but uh, well, we need another two months to read all those books you sent us. So uh, all right, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll stretch it out. I'll stretch it out. <laughs> Not Dana. Dana's done.
I'm I'm going to Wonderland. That's that. See ya. <laughs> I'm not there anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, that's where we'll pick up next time, folks. All righty. All right. Everybody, be safe this week. See you. All right. Right back. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Take care. Bye.